Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Aussie Rugby Show in podcast form. If you're new to the setup, you can stay on top of and be a part of what's happening with the show simply by following Rugby Pass and the Aussie Rugby Show on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Aussie Rugby Show brought to you by Extra Hop Stops Breaches 84% Faster. So I'm fast, Louise Ransom, so joined by Drew Hoylsey. Sean, once again. Sean. Black's the theme. Before we get into it, I'm yeah. wearing black in... Well, I guess in I memory of the result the other <laughs> night. Uh, that's black as well that you've got uh, on. Navy. Darker shade. Uh, but we have been brightened by being here at the Oaks, one of the best yeah. pubs in Sydney. We've got the oak tree behind us right now. The sports bar here is epic. The beer garden's amazing. The place to be to watch Bledders Low 4. No question. Absolutely. It's great, but actually, I won't go into why, but I got kicked out of here last time. I like that you haven't told anyone that until now, until we're actually recording. That's why I was the one who's going to organise this venue. That's why you climbed up this back window to get in. I know the way's in and out. Do you want to share with us why you were kicked? No, no, no. Okay. Actually, who were you kicked with? (laughs) (laughs) Best not to say that either. Uh, Snitch boy. Guys, what got you over the weekend? Oh, Shawnee, you start. Uh, you know what got me? Mm. The announcement that Aqua Rugby is going to be a thing next year. Aqua oh, Rugby. Yeah. Perched out off Manly Wharf yeah, on Sydney Harbour. You've done a segment on that previously, haven't you? Well, I'm going to get right into it, I think, over the next little bit. Five aside, floating pitch. Oh, it's going to be all yeah. time. They've done it in France. In France, yeah. They've done it over there, just outside of La Rochelle. Yeah, there. It's, but it it's coming an amazing day. Can I yeah. ask, I'm for will it. you wear your camo, camo rashi that you bought? <laughs> Once we went to the talk Sean into getting a camo rashi. The worst decision he's ever made from a clothing point of view. No one could see me coming. None of the surface, not even the waves or the sharks. Hey, uh, what, what got me? The well, both club rugby. I'm going to talk about Sydney club rugby. Gordon, uh, outstanding season. Mm. First time they won the premierships, 1998. That is a long time. Uh, Mahe, their hooker, outstanding. Mm. Just come to news now. He played 50 minutes of that game with three fractures in his hand wow. and a broken rib. Will that affect surgery. his contract at the LA There is no announced contract so far, Drew. But oh, come on, mate. If his hand were to heal in a short period of time, I'm sure he's... I'd be getting him. He was yeah. awesome. He's a good player. A couple of things got me. Uh, ben Mowen going back to play for his beloved East Tigers. East went six from six in the GF. Yep. Uh, mm. A complete wipeout. Uh, the Tigers, he got to hold the shield as his last game. Uh, so good work for Benny Mullen. But the other thing that got me, I don't know if you guys um, saw it, but the gentleman who sang the anthem before oh, the oh, yeah. so our Australian good. anthem, yeah. yeah. It was incredible. And that note that he held at the end, I think it was amazing. Was it was beautiful. probably one of the, the better renditions yeah. that yeah. I've heard. I've got to say, though, just quickly, when the broadcasters obviously go in, 
the players' perspective down on the ground is a little bit behind, you know, on TV. Bit, yeah. They're not that out of singers. Like, the boys are pretty good. It just always seems a little bit in, out of sync. But uh, I thought that guy that had the mic, he was yeah, He tremendous. was excellent. I was actually hoping that we were going to hear the Indigenous version of oh, the yeah. anthem as well, which you've heard some cracking ones yeah, over the years, yeah. and they do Especially both versions. Like, First yeah, Nations jersey. Exactly yeah. right. Like, And that's, you know, New Zealand anthem has the, the Maori tongue and then it has the mm. English speaking. I just would love us to get to that stage. But who do you think are the best anthem singers you've ever sung? I just said. I just told you, mate. <laughs> who? <laughs> what? No, as a teammate. Oh. Oh. Uh, so Kobe Kev, yeah. he was good. Yeah. He was really? good. Yeah. But he knew he was good and he held the notes <laughs> yeah. a little bit too long, which started to annoy me a bit. Yeah, big... Powerful, he had like a voice. Like, Is that who you always said? Yeah, I always said yeah. You remember the time that the girl from Bardo sang it over in NZ? <laughs> like talking about 15 years back? Disaster. I think she didn't need the word. Poison Ivy. His wasn't great. <laughs> Lou? Um, a little bit random. Did you see Obama just draining that three oh, on the yep. campaign that's trail? That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what <laughs> so yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have him there running for, again? Oh, look, I don't actually even care. It's not even my country. <laughs> but on. it seems like a lot of people want him back there. I want yeah. him to get it, yeah. get it going around. I mean, he can't, he can't go again, but yeah. anyway, it seems better than... Should we talk one politics of the other for the next half <laughs> Let's not. Let's it's not. Uh, it's probably better to talk about that than perhaps the result that we've just witnessed over on the weekend. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Drew, unfortunately, we do have to talk about Bledisloe on the weekend. <sighs> Bledisloe, rocks and diamonds. Start with diamonds. What have we got? Um, look, I've, I obviously spent a few days thinking about this. I just don't know if... I can bring myself to find a diamond in that performance. I d there was obviously some moments where some players stood up and, and showed um, their class. Jordi Pattaya had a couple of good touches, but I just don't know if I could sit there and land on a diamond from that. I mean, it was a pretty convincing performance from the All Blacks, and I'm not going to give one of them a, a diamond. You might. Well, I don't have a diamond from the Wallaby side of things, but I was really impressed with uh, Mwanga at the yeah. end, and I think we have questioned why he's at 10 and Barrett at 15. That was probably the best performance I've seen them both playing in all-black jersey as 10 and 15. So I think he's a class player. I've just long thought that Bowden Barrett's a better number 10 and it just showed you why selectors of New Zealand rugby, you know, they spend more and more time with him and he justified his selection the other night. He was unbelievable. Yeah, it almost, it's, if they put another couple of performances like they have in Bledisloe 2 and 3 together in terms of the way that they're working in their attack and all that, it, it looks as though they're maybe positioning Bowden as a long-term 15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just and goes to show that... Not even someone that can play 10. You, you don't get to see everything. You, you rarely get to see anything when you're outside the, the inner sanctum and, and that's why the, you know, the selectors over there have just stuck solid with, with them. It didn't work in the World Cup, but... Looking like it's starting to work well, it did work, But it did work in the World Cup. Well, it didn't win him a World Cup. It didn't win him a World yeah, Cup. Yeah, That's yeah, a fair yeah. way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah. Jeez, they gave him some chances, though. That second try, oh, when yeah. he skirted short yeah. side, you're like, what is going on? Yeah, we just you lost, the, we just lost the right winger you and we overcommitted it. Lou would have done on her ear. That was a really disappointing part of the game. When that was not great. Yeah. We're talking about our diamonds. Sorry, mate. Sorry, I'll throw it back to you for a rock to sink in a second. My diamond was Rico Ioani. Sticking strong with the put down. Yeah, the one hand. He just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't. He's does like, he? I don't care that I've cost my team a potential win in Wellington. Yeah. I'm going again. Beautiful. I'm not, I, admittedly, I'm up by 30. But the put down he got up, dusted it off. It was but pretty cool. He's still drunk out of the cup afterwards, yeah, right? No, yeah, damn right he did. So that was my uh, the diamond, the put down there. And 
threw the points up there. Plenty of points in the game, which is good as well. In drinking You're on condition. overs, obviously. Don't bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the uh, the rock. Well, I don't know really know where to start, but just the just the the constant the constant number of opportunities presented to mm. them. Um, and we and we spoke about it last week. Yeah. Let's not have the game gone by half time. <laughs> yeah, that's all we wanted. To be there at halftime in Sydney in the fight, our Sydney record is diabolical oh, now. Yeah. It's so bad. I didn't realise how bad it was crunching numbers before. It is horrific Awful. in Sydney. So I suggest we don't play them there anymore. <laughs> Build it North Sydney over around the corner. We'll come back to the Oaks, no problem. Um, and, and just the way that it all played out from there in the second half as well. Nothing worse yeah. than a gong show through 40 minutes. Yeah, my, my rock is something very similar. Our inability to play in the wet yeah. is, is really highlighted. You saw it so early. We went three or four phases and then we went, oh, that's not working. We have to kick now. And we kicked on the back foot. You see the opposite. New Zealand, one, two phase, bang, good kick, great chase. They all knew what they are doing. And I see people over the last few days, they kick too much. We're, we've got to stop, stop kicking. It was like we're crying out for people to kick it in the World Cup. That was our, yeah. we're just still not kicking well. So it's, it's an issue we've got to continually work on. Yeah, I mean, look, a rock for me is almost like we've lost the momentum that we were starting to pick up from those first two performances. And then everyone seemed to be, you know, getting back around the Wallabies and then we have a performance like that and the dialogue and the narrative on the socials is that, mm. you know, yeah. they can't put up with this for too much. Yeah. Like, all that sort of stuff. But I mean, further than that, I think our, our kicking was poor. Like, just our understanding of where and why and when we kick, yeah. right? Like, every one of those all-black kicks, we're kicking with purpose for an outcome, mm-hmm. whether it be contestable for territory or to find space or whatever. I mean, we, we weren't even finding touch in some of our kicks, or we kicked it dead for yes. a penalty. Like, yeah. And there, there were times where we were just giving um, possession away 25 metres out from our own try line, putting a grubber through. Like, we've worked so hard. We, had, we, t- we heard about the stats of about 67% of possession for the all-blacks in the first half. We get down there... And Noel Alessio just kicks it, yes. kicks it away. It's, it's just that, just not that having that understanding of trying to kick for an outcome. Like, and again, all those sort of things about you know we kick too much or we don't kick mm. enough, all that sort of stuff. It, kicking's fine and it's great and it Absolutely. has a place and it has a really strong place in the game if you're doing it with purpose, for a purpose and an outcome that everyone's on the same page. Like, there's no point if you're kicking in isolation. Back to both your points around wet weather. We offloaded, I think, 14 times to their five. Mm. So they see the rain bucketing down in monsoonal conditions that afternoon and go, you know what, tuck it under the wing, grab a few extra metres, we'll go from there. Our blokes. (laughs) And I think that that didn't, and this isn't an excuse, but it was a lot of it, we were chasing the game, so players went out there. But there were a number in the first half eight to push them into that position. You can never think about... I've got, you can't try and think, I need to offload here because I've got to start something. Like, offloads just happen, yeah. and they happen naturally to players who have that natural offloading ability. It's it's one of the unique things in sport is, oh, we need to have better offload inside. The only way you can do that is to pick players who have a natural ability to offload. If you don't, then just tuck and get metres, as you I said. also think sometimes it's the pressure that you feel. Like, mm. Wallabies had pressure, they had to go out there and win that to keep it the, the series alive, mm. whereas the All Blacks didn't. If... if the All Blacks looked as though they had the trust. They could just keep punching it up, punching it up, not needing to force anything. They could just be patient, having the trust that they could, it'll, it'll come to them when, once they've earned the right, right? Whereas we were trying to force things. We were mm. trying to sit there and make things happen before we actually you know, got over the advantage line or drew, drew the defensive systems in and then created opportunities. We were trying to create too much just with a miracle play and then in those conditions we saw too many of them go to ground. I know that it was a government-backed thing that had the first blood as though for 10 years basically running straight to be held in Sydney. When that comes to a close, which is surely quite soon, where would you have the first blood as though if we can have first wing? 
Well, if you, if you do Sydney's, what were you going to say? I was going to say Sun, you just go oh, Suncorp, so Suncorp. the series is, yeah. you know, good record up there, series is still alive as long as possible. I also believe they're just really good supporters in Brisbane as well. Like Sydney, there's so much on, It's we've heard so there's many... so many Kiwi fans yeah, there. That's yeah, the we thought I was at a yeah. Eden Park. Yeah, but also, well, there wasn't a great crowd either, mm. and a lot of that is because we normally get such a good travelling New Zealand crowd to yes. Brisbane. Um, and also, the fact that it was hailing earlier on in the day, yeah. you know, like weather had something to do with it, but maybe maybe the Kiwi supporters were happier to sit in those conditions because <laughs> they're used to it. Because, I, yeah, look, I, I found it tough to be out there and, and, and sing. I had, I had to find some cover and... Yeah. Uh, and get yeah, under some try shelter. and find some ugly boots. <laughs> yeah. Big rocks, big diamonds. Yeah. Time for the extra hot play of the week. Sean, what have we got? Uh, before we quickly get into this, I spent some time with the Extra Hop crew and some of their wholesales oh, yeah. and disties and resells or last just in Friday. like a little pub or? Uh, no, they know how to do it in style, that crew. Um, great people. Where'd you go? Super uh, hard to say. I prefer to say. It was no, a big yacht. There was no on. yachts. It was me and a tinny with my icebox. Um, <laughs> anyway, so again, back to the whole thing, stopping breaches, shutting it down. Yeah. None did it better at the weekend than Jay Barrett on Marika yeah. Corabini. Guys, the game's done and dusted. It's finito. Look at the scoreline. You think that's going to stop Geordie Barrett getting across in cover on Marika Corabini? Boom. Yeah. In a touch. And, I mean, just, it just shows, like, how much it means to them wanting to make sure that no one breaches their line yep. or... Jay yeah. Barrett, and, stop and breaches. And like Marika, let's be honest, like, he normally, 99 out of 100, he gets that. That's getting quality. through there. Yep. Mm. Well, yeah. breach. Oh, God, there's a quality stop of a breach. Beautifully. Like extra, yeah. extra You're doing hot. it great. There is your extra hot play of the week. Well, guys, it's time for the check-in this week. We're going to talk to Wallabies scrum half Nick White. Nick, great to see you. Mate, what's happening uh, with your, your noggin there? It's co copped an absolute thrashing the last few weeks. It has, yeah. Um, yeah, copped a stray, stray boot in the, uh, the, the first game and then um, I broke my nose in training uh, before Auckland and then, uh, yeah, copped another stray boot on the weekend. So, yeah, the noggin's copying it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's part and parcel, I guess. Don't worry, mate. You're still cute as a button. A big part of that is your, that moustache that you've got. We're now in the first week of November. Are you going to get involved with Movember? And if so, are you going to shave it off and start again? No, I won't shave it off, but I'll, um, if I'm allowed to bend the rules a little, I'll, uh, I'll set up an account um, like I've done the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, any, any money's, um, you know, Movember's a great cause. So, um, you know, if they'll let me bend the rules, I won't be shaving up and starting again because I've had this for a few years now. So I'll, uh, I'd like to keep it. It bridges the gap between my lips and nose. And, <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, it's taking a lot of attention off that forehead at the moment, Whitey, so keep it up. Hey, uh... Tough game on the weekend, like a tough result. There's been plenty of negative feedback. I want to know about your time in Exeter and that what you learn of terms of playing set piece and territory with kicking game and where you think Australian rugby sits with that side of the game at the moment. Yeah, I think um, I learned a lot from my time overseas. Um, and I think, I think patience is, is probably a word you probably used the last couple of weeks and, and something where... We're going to have to get used to that. that test rugby, um, you know, is exactly that. It, it, it's test rugby, and it, it's a bit of an arm wrestle. Um, and I think from from my, my time up north, teams are probably a little better at um, you know, kind of, of playing that that kind of arm wrestle type rugby. And I guess on the weekend, um, we just didn't we didn't make the All Blacks really work hard for their points on the weekend. You know, we made, we made far too many errors. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't win that kick battle and win the territory. Um, 
territory game in order to then get into winning the possession game. So, you know, it's a bit of a snowball effect. And I think, um, you know, while there's, there's extremely good intentions there with a lot of what we're trying to do, I think a, a lot of it's pretty loose and, um, and stuff we can fix. But, you know, I think when you're coming up against the best side in the world, um, you've got to, I guess you've got to respect that and, um, you know, play probably a little... Um, you know, like you said, a, 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 you know, a, a more of a set-piece type game, um, get in the arm wrestle and uh, do what I guess what they did to us on the weekend. You know, they, you know, they forced us to make mistakes and, you know, if we, we can clean those up and get into that arm wrestle and, and see maybe if we put the blowtorch on them a little um, if, if they make mistakes. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it's extremely disappointing, I'm not going to lie. The, the result on the weekend, it, it hurt a lot. Um, but, you know, there, there's areas in there that I think we can, we can learn from and make sure we learn from them and we'll be better next time. Whitey, you've been around forever now. How hard is it going through a video review session following a game like that on Saturday night? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, um, yeah, bloody tough. Um, you know, we spoke about it after the game. Um, you know, as a group, stood there tight and made sure we, um, you know, we watched them lift the trophy one more, you know, again. Um, and that we we take the time to acknowledge how we feel about it and how much it hurts and um, you know then you go into review Monday it doesn't get any easier um, you know and I, I think probably what hurt us on the weekend was uh, a lot of the things we said we were going to do we just we, di- we didn't do it um, and, and I guess that's the really frustrating thing is a little bit like what we touched on before um, if we if we get into doing the basics well and, and, and tighten up our game a little um, you know and then and then maybe we can um, you know kind of Put the put a bit of a bit of that pressure onto the All Blacks and see if um, you know see what happens and, and see if we can make a bit of a game. But I thought on the weekend we just we just gifted them you know 
territory possession and, uh, and, and made life hard for ourselves and really, really easy for them. And, and we caught them on a night where they were extremely clinical. Um, you know, they, they seemed to, to everything, everything stuck for them. Um, but it, it's going to be that way when um, you're giving them those easy opportunities. All right, mate, moving on from that, what's the message to the Wallaby fans? We just want to obviously get around you guys. We've got another big game this weekend. What's the message to the fans to, to really get uh, everyone behind you guys and, and will you to a, a big finish in this Bledisloe, but also knowing this rugby championship is uh, only one game under the, underway? Yeah, I guess, um, you know, we've we felt that um, over the last few weeks that we've got, you know, we've got 25 million people that, w- that want to believe in, in what we're doing and, and really want to support us. And we can feel that. And I can tell you guys that, that, that we, we want to do well for you. We, we want to do this proud. Um, we're working extremely hard um, to make sure we turn things around. Um, on the weekend, wasn't good enough. But, um, you know, like I said, we're working extremely hard to turn that around. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a young group here. Um, and that, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, um, but, you know, st- stick with us. And, uh, you know, it's a, certainly the feeling in the group is that, that good times are coming. We're working hard. And we're going to turn the tide. And, you know, like I've always said, if you work hard, eventually the tide will turn and we're working bloody hard here. So um, stick with us. Yeah, we'll all be supporting you. There's no doubt about that. Nick White, thanks so much for your time here on the Aussie Rugby Show. And guys, there's uh, still plenty of tickets left uh, for the Suncorp test. If you go to ticketech.com.au, get your hands on that. Go and support the boys, like Whitey said. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Well, great to talk to Nick White there. Uh, Guys, what needs to happen? What needs to change between these two Bledisloe tests? Oh, look, a big area of concern for me was the backfield coverage, positioning, understanding of role, all that sort of stuff, and, and personnel as well. I think Nola Alessio was playing, or defending at least, for long periods of the game in, at fullback. He's never been there in his life, mm-hmm. and it looked like that when Bowden Barrett saw an opportunity because Nick White made a, a tackle earlier in that phase. He was tied up. Richard Mawong is a little bit further out. Bowden puts that chip over. Yeah. Noah, you could see from the head-on, sort of, oh, well, sort of almost from behind him, that footage, like he, he didn't know whether to, to rush or to stay back and it was uh, like he was in between. Those types of things, just if you pick a man wearing number 10, defend him at number 10. And if not, pick people that can play there. Like, he did a decent job defending number 10 for the, the Brumbies we've seen this year. I, my, yeah. A big issue for me is we, in Australian Super Rugby, we defend four different ways or five yeah. different ways and every different team they do it differently. New Zealand they have a, a one system that comes down, they defend the same way in every provincial team so when they go into the All Blacks the only thing that changes is the calls of the system. The actual system itself is the same. So they go there and they don't have to spend time learning something new. Whereas it looked like our guys are learning something new on the weekend. Just think about the young guys, Test debut last week, he gets told you're playing against the All Blacks, the bit of those cup is up for grabs, you're playing 10 so you're the quarterback but you've got to defend in a position you haven't been in for, mm. you know, what we know, probably three years at the very, maybe I, not ever. I remember when, when Gitz used to get pushed back to 10, because it became a trend about, I don't know, like 10 years ago yeah. or something where you just put the 10 in the backfield and Gitz would say, mate, talk to me because I have no idea what I'm doing back here. It started around when Quaid yeah, around, yeah, but like, yeah, around that time, yeah. right? So, and Gitz would say to me, he goes, mate, I've got no idea where to stand or what to do back here, so just talk to me because, you know, as a winger or fullback, like I'd been there a bit. And, but that's the sort of mentality that these players have. They, they're so familiar and comfortable in those positions up front in the front line, which I would be foreign to, whereas in the backfield, it's completely opposite and yet you're trying to do it against one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, look, I would say one of the big areas that needs to improve, I mentioned it before, we need to kick with purpose and mm. uh, we need to kick on the front foot and our kick chase line needs to be perfect because if you kick wrong and you've got a good chase line, you can solve it, but if you kick poorly and you don't have a good 
kick chase line, you get carved up. So the reality is people sit at home saying, don't kick it, run the ball. It doesn't work. New Zealand are one of the highest kicking teams in world rugby. The Crusaders are one of the highest kicking teams in super rugby. We just need to kick better. And Chase is just enthusiasm oh, and discipline, isn't yeah, it? I mean, there's, yeah, there's well, no skill to running in a straight line. But, but it is also knowing work rate. You, yes. you, you chase better when you know where and when you're kicking from. So right. if you're on the ruck and you know that we're meant to kick now, as opposed to get up and go, oh, we've kicked it. So then reaction. your action time yeah, is a bit behind. Gotcha. So you need to know what's happening. Do they need to be more patient in how they approach yeah. it? Yeah, and that was scoreboard pressure last week. The lack of the, the number of offloads and the the lack of successful offloads. We've got a couple of players in that side that, that can offload. Harry Wilson's a good example, but you can't push that stuff loose. The other thing that Nick White said was, I know we've got a young team and people don't want to hear that, but weirdly, that's what everyone was calling for yeah. 12 months ago, okay. right? And now all of a sudden we're not getting those results just in, in these first three test matches. And everyone's like, oh, you know, like it's doomsday and all this. I'm like, everyone was calling for this new generation. Yeah. Everyone like, you know, and then all of a sudden they expect the, the results to come yeah. three games into a new era. Like and it's, it's and starting against New Zealand as well, like I know COVID's affected things, we know how much we all love COVID. Mm. I would like to think we couldn't organise a warm-up game against Cyprus or someone <laughs> like that just to get the confidence up. I know. So you're not facing the second best team in the world. And also yeah. a 10-12 fresh combo sure. is an ideal. Like it's that tough, doesn't, yeah. you know, that doesn't I mean, it was help. unfortunate that James got injured. I think like, they obviously needed to know they'd, they had to plug the 12 position because Tamura was out and then late James got injured so you had debutants starting at 10 and 12, which isn't ideal but um, I, I'm, I think James O'Connor will be back this week mm. and then it's just a matter of who you play at 12. Time for the bounce back, Lou. Time for the bounce back. New segment this week. I'm excited about this one. Comments <laughs> corner. Shawnee, what is this about? I've been trolling. I mean, we know that we should never read the comments, <laughs> particularly on YouTube. But, but these yeah. are all YouTube-derived comments just for a bit of a laugh to know that people are watching and keep them coming in because there are a lot of really fun ones and a lot of positivity remarkably coming from New oh, Zealand. But also, as well. it must be said, some, some hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, I'm going to... I'm going to... You know, the old phase <laughs> I'm getting to that. Okay. There's a praise informed praise situation coming up here. Uh, this is from Jay Tizzle. I need to have a beer with Drew. He's fun and tells great stories. Hit me up when you're in Perth for a little visit. Okay, Jay Tizzle. Jay Tizzle. Um, conversely, uh, Ian College says, why is James Corden sitting next <laughs> to Louise Ransom? <laughs> When does carpool karaoke? Why are you laughing? When does carpool karaoke start? <laughs> Smithy. No. Shaman loves Stacey. That's it. What's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Ian Coolidge. Yeah. Ian Coolidge uh, thinking he's a little keyboard warrior gets away with another. <laughs> f you, Ian. <laughs> I'll come back to it. Um, there's another Wait, one. Tell me how oh, yeah. name wrong. Praise inform praise. There's another one coming. Oh. This one from Taylor Sorry, Brown. Ian. This one from Taylor Brown just a couple of days ago. Drew Mitchell is a legend. Took the time to have a brief chat to me at my pub on Sunday. What a genuinely nice guy. That oh, is nice. Taylor I've seen, Brown. I've seen ten comments from ten different pubs on Sunday that Drew had a time for me. Uh, wait, wait, there's got to be another one coming. No, no, that's good, that's Whack good. me in the guts. Um, Lou, Lou's still going on about is, James there Corden. There are so many that absolutely adore you and they say Lou's the best and all AK, that sort of AK stuff, which we Lou. agree. Um, we all obviously agree on. Um, Dominic M, not such a great fan of the show. This show is a joke. Uh, the commentators don't ever discuss other teams. Australians are so myopic. Evidently, Dominic, you didn't read the title. It is the Aussie rugby show, you muppet. More like Dominic, not Dominic. <laughs> the idiocy of all of them betting on Australia to win. This bloke played 70 tests. This bloke 20. Who do you think they're going to tip, Dominic? Anyway... <laughs> 
<laughs> should take it seriously and have a more divergent opinion around who's likely to win. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, so there's just three. Just don't bet on our tips. Yeah. Like, if you're relying on us for yeah. um, winning your bets, then we shouldn't be betting. And if you're watching Ian, we apologise. <laughs> yeah, of course. Really I really got your name mixed up with someone else there. Uh, but but whoever it was coming. that said that James Corden thing, f*** you. <laughs> keep How are my feelings? Keep them coming. Keep the comments rolling in on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, wherever you're watching the Aussie Rugby Show. Let's dive into the uh, Aussie Rugby Show mailbag. This one is a good one. A few good ones this week, guys. Uh, Gordon Roger Burns wants to know, uh, after Shawnee dropped Brian O'Driscoll's name last week, which mm. one of you has the most famous person on their phone? Oh, Oilsy? Good one. I think this question's directed at you, Drew. I don't have anyone famous on my phone, either to Sean. I know that, because he's got hardly anyone on his phone. Right. Just go, uh, <laughs> I look, maybe, um, like, Johnny Wilkinson, a couple of rugby type. Look, I'm a bit of a muso, like you know, so I've, mm. uh, I've got a couple of people in the Australian music music scene, uh, Delta Goodrum, Pete Murray. <laughs> funny about that. Yep. Yeah. Why is that funny? Yep. Yeah. No, good. Excellent. There you go. Sean? I'll just listen to Delta. <laughs> Next. I wondered what you're doing. Um, do I get to answer that question? Go, Louie. Yeah, sure um, Paddy Mills and Tim Cahill. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. yeah, yeah. all sport related, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that's good. Timmy yeah. Carr, good one. Yeah. Nice mm, one. Um, okay, this one from David or Chickzilla on Twitter. Oh, no. Uh, Is that the chicken? It's the chicken. Oh, the, the chicken, chicken. man. So, chicken. wants to know, Karevi, Skelton, McMahon, Arnold and Fardy up there with the best Australian players, yet they're not playing for Australia. Does this sound stupid to anyone else? Hashtag Ghetto Law thoughts. It does, and I think in the ideal world we've already seen a change to the rules with you know, two players overseas. But Which we haven't acted on. Yeah, we haven't acted on it. It's probably not the right year to be able to do this just with someone having to sit in quarantine. But, yeah, I think the way it's going at the moment, um, we need to be um, modern with how we mm. approach that. that I, I've always said every uh, representative team you, you've selected for growing up is always the best available except for the national team. There mm. are players that are eligible for Australia or who are Australian playing overseas that aren't being picked. I always think that everyone should be available. And I, I think that the sound of that sounds more daunting than it actually is. I don't think it's going to be 30 players from overseas no. being picked for this current Wallaby group. It'll be maybe four or five people like Chickzilla just said there. Mm. So it's not a huge number. It's just a few people in key positions. Difference making. Yeah. But from what we know, there's also a couple of players that are saying, yeah, I want to do it, but the year after the World Cup isn't the year I want to do it. I want to do it the year before maybe the World Cup. Maybe perhaps it's just a bit more transparency yeah. from yeah. both parties, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, how many VBs, this is from Jamie Sprague, how many VBs should we drink on Saturday afternoon to convince ourselves the Wallabies are a chance in game four? Great question. To be able to convince yourself and still have memories of the actual game. Mate, I we between... should preface drink responsibly. Oh, of course. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But we're, we're all different. Like, you know, yeah. I've seen Sean drink a carton before he commentates a game and you wouldn't know it at yeah. all. He's Whereas I'm like <laughs> one, two, Sean six, maybe. I think you should at least get a carton online, BWS. Hashtag Tars, yeah. BB, yeah. whatever. Frank delivery, yeah. Six for 25. It's a great question. I'll tell you what, if they win at the weekend, I'll only be an icebox. And I won't be here on Tuesday. Next question. Drink responsibly. Yeah, that's what I'm implying. That's all I need. Yeah, that's it. Speaking of, though, if you're in Sydney looking for somewhere to come and watch a game on the weekend, the Oaks is a place to be. Neutral Bay, easy to get to. You guys came from the eastern suburbs. I came from Northern Beaches. No dramas. Great spot. Thanks for having us.
Guys, that's the show. That's it. Mm. For this week at this beautiful venue. Drew, Hoylsey, Shawnee, thank you so much. Come on, Wallabies. Go, Wallabies. Thanks, Lou. Get in there. That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to stay on top of the show with new episodes dropping each week. And remember, if moving pictures are more your thing, you can catch the show at rugbypass.com or via the Aussie Rugby Show on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, your uncle, you know the drill. See you next week.